This is the Outdoor Family Podcast. Welcome to the Outdoor Family Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Slaughter, and I have my co-host, Isaac Slaughter, here with the devotional series for the Ike's Flame. How you doing, Ike? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, so we're recording this in the evening, so how how it's on Friday evening, so how's your week been? Busy week, uh, very busy week. Um, had Monday off, and then feels like the last three or four days have just been a whirlwind. So, well, it's been good and productive. So, you've been doing anything particular, working on anything particular? That's noteworthy? Um, so th- this week was a uh, welcome week at the college that I work with. So, um, for the second semester, so that's just kind of a lot of what I've been doing. And, kicking off Bible study and things like that. So that's been a lot of the busyness and craziness, like ins and outs getting thrown on on top of that. So so this is the first week back for students? Yeah, this is the first week back for students. So Cool. cool. That's cool. Um, well, um, unless you got something, anything else interesting. Have you guys got snow up there? Um... We did back before the first of the year a couple times. Uh, actually, on Christmas, we had about 8 to 10 inches, so we had a very white Christmas here. Um, those of you listening, I live in Ohio. So, uh, yeah, I was going to uh, ask you that. You need to clarify where you're at. So. Yeah, um, so I live up in Ohio, um, up around west of Cleveland a little bit, so I'm in that area. And, yeah, we got a little bit of snow. Um, we were about 8 to 10 inches, and back right after Thanksgiving, we had almost a foot one over a couple of days but since then we've just had a couple inch or twos here and there but not a whole lot since then that's quite a bit compared to at least where we're at here in the southeastern part of indiana so yeah so so um before we get started with the actual devotional isaac introduce yourself and uh tell them uh, exactly what you're doing because what we just mentioned before you working with college students and stuff um just maybe clarify that for the listeners yeah so um i am uh, like I said, I, I'm outside of, or like west of Cleveland a little bit, uh, outside of Cleveland. Um, I work at a community college um, up this way, and I'm on staff at a church as well as uh, working at the community college, kind of vice versa. And I'm doing, um, partnering with the church to do college ministry um, and young adult ministry. So um, that's what I do. Um, hanging out with college students, uh, doing Bible studies and discipleship. And uh, I also got a few responsibilities, other responsibilities at church. Um, but a lot of what I do is um, focused around um, ministering college students. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's interesting. I, th- I really think like it's it's like a college student youth minister position is what it is and glorified is, isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of what I do. Um, and and the only thing that's a little bit different is, like I said, I'm, I'm more partnered with the church. I'm not necessarily like um, directly like uh, I am on staff at the church, but at the same time there's a little more freedom. I have an organization I work with, which is CCO, Coalition for Professional Outreach. Um, so I worked through them, partnered with the church, kind of confusing, but, um, yeah, so yeah. And a lot of what I do is that. And then we also do like a lot of like, um, evangelism and outreach and that type of thing as well as kind of, um, part of the ministry. So cool. Like, um, so I just like a little side note here too. Isaac is my brother. Um, 
I just wanted to maybe explain or maybe say like what is like some of the toughest parts doing the minute that job and maybe like some of the easiest or the best parts of it um yeah um well quite frankly with you right now um toughest part is due to the circumstances we're in um <laughs> COVID, COVID. The COVID pandemic and all that stuff because the college has been shut down um i actually just started here last summer um so uh starting here and being a fresh and having COVID and the whole time i've been here the um, most of the students have been online so there haven't been really all that many students actually on campus um we're hoping to open up more here i think i know the college is hoping to open up a little more after spring break so in march um but um yeah it's just been difficult to meet students and do outreach um, when students aren't there. Um, and so there's been a lot of brainstorming and trying things and things not working, but um, just doing the best we can. So that's probably been the most difficult part so far. Um, I think the most the fun part right now, um, and this is probably also due to the pandemic as well, is the students that I do have, um, they're very uh, they're very hungry just to be in relationship and to have uh, people to go through life with and um, very open to the gospel and uh, learning more about the Bible and things of that nature. And I think some of that kind of comes from right now, there's a lot more loneliness than things going around like that as well. So, I mean, I think that's part of it. And that's been a cool part of it as well as be able to step in and um, give a place where students can um, every week or uh, depending on how every week for Bible study at least and some other things that we're doing gives them a place to plug in and have a community and um, a place to just be themselves um, and kind of forget about the rest of the world and everything else going on. So that's just been a fun um, and cool aspect of it as well. Yeah, I know COVID is, I think it's brought some positives, but it seems like it's brought a lot of negatives too. So it is an interesting beast in its own right. So, yeah. Yep. So, well, like, um, unless you got something else you want to just let everybody know about, um, we will make a hard transition and get into the actual devotional for the week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's get started. Um, let's do a short prayer and then we'll dive in. Um, Father, uh, thank you for today and the opportunity to um, just dig into the word a little bit, and we just want to see where you guide us and you teach us, um, and just ask that those listening that they would hear um, what you desire for them to hear, um, and that it's not just us talking, but um, it's more than that. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Mitch, um, I got a question for you. Okay. Um, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Um, well, I would say I'm Mitch Slaughter first, uh, but right now I, you want me to like dive in deeper, like describe, like almost like a, uh, describe my role? Um, okay. You said you're Mitch Slaughter, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, I guess my next question then would be. How do you define who Mitch is? Oh, okay. So then now describe my role as what you're Yeah, kind of now more that. Okay, um, I'm a father, um, a husband right now, um, and yeah, I think that uh, we do youth ministry at our church. Uh, that's mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess those are kind of my main roles right now, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, so you listed a few things um, that you are and... 
um, they kind of define um, what you do. Um, another way to put that is maybe the hats, different hats that you wear. Yeah. Um, and so um, a lot of times, and I mean, for me on my end, I'm, I'm Isaac, that's my name. So that's who I am. Um, but at the same time, I'm also a, I'm a college pastor. I am a fiance, I'm engaged. Um, and, uh, so th- I mean, th- those right now would probably be my two biggest roles, um, as well. So that's, that might be kind of how I define me as well. Um, so my next question for you, Mitch, um, and I know last week, um, you and Chelsea talked about, um, kind of parenting and shooting the arrows and being the bow and making sure we're in the right spot as a bow, as a parent, I'm not a parent, but, um, for parents, I think that even goes for anyone, um, outside of the parenting world. Um, I think as I listened to that last week, I even had this idea of, um, for me, I need to be rooted in a good tuned bow um, for my college students. Um, so, in some sense, those are the errors that I'm shooting right now. That's a good. Um, that's a real good point, Ike. I and think. so we all have these different things. And I, so this week, I, I we're going to dive into who are we and what does that look like. Um, and I want to use the analogy of a tree. Um, okay. So. With that said, um, what, Mitch, is the uh, deepest or the strongest part of the tree? Well, um, I would say probably the trunk. Okay. Um, Mitch is being nice to me. We had this conversation earlier. He said trunk, and then right afterwards he thought of roots. Um, so I think Mitch actually would say roots. Uh, yeah, I would say roots. I was, I was playing along a little bit. Okay, you were playing along? Okay. I, I was just um, trying to lay it out there. So, um so roots, yeah. Um, we when we when we think of tree, we think of roots. They go deep. They're. Um, do you know what? I don't. I don't know this much. Do you know like the size of roots compared to the rest of the tree? Um, it's not like exact, but I've heard it's very similar. Like if you look at the top of the tree, um, like the branches and leaves and all that is similar. To what's underneath the ground um, okay that's not ex- it's not exact and it depend on the species of tree and so on and so forth but it's something similar yeah um so i mean you can call that half and half half the trees underground half the trees above ground yep um i mean that's kind of that foundation those roots and um because they talked about last week tune having the bow tune and all that thing we need to be able to dig our roots deep to know who we are um, and so as we dive in this week, I really want to be able to dig deep into who we are and specifically who the Bible says we are, um, and what that looks like. So the, kind of the, our main passage for this week, and I'll read for us here in a second, um, is going to be Ephesians 2, uh, 1 through 10, um, and we'll... Uh, kind of dig into this. So, um, yeah, let's read this. So Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, um, starting in verse 1. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings 
of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that it... That in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And then this is verse 10, and kind of where we're going to, the hinge on what we're going to talk about today. For Verse 10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So at the beginning of this, uh, we kind of get this idea of we see who we are um, before Christ. Um, and it lists a few things um, of like we're um, in the world and uh, not we're not necessarily defining ourselves uh, by our faith, by our Christ, by our Christianity. And so... We can, and then there's this transition of Jesus comes and saves us, um, and then uh, we start to become defined by God, who God says we are. Um, so my next question for you, Mitch, um, or just kind of to see what your thoughts are, is when you think of um, different things in the Bible, um, what uh, comes to mind when, it, when you think of how God describes you? Hmm. I think of being... Um we're made like made in his image is the one big one mm -hmm. and then um being chosen are the other this is the other big one um, and i feel like those two really i mean sum up a lot of it so different yeah, different ways um, god god defines us definitely um yeah and i think yeah we're made in his image we're his creation um and yeah i think that's a big part of it what was the other one you said um and he chose us yeah, he chose us. Um, and there's different examples and different ways that's said in the Bible. I think that's really important. Um, so, and I think, I mean, even in verse 10, it says we're God's workmanship. This is kind of alluding to uh, that creation piece that God created us. We were made in his image. Um, he cares for us. He loves for us um, because he created us. And so we get this idea of that. And so and here's a, I'm going to list off a few other things the Bible says. Um this is by far not comprehensive. Um, there's, it's all over scripture um, where God talks about who we are and um, how he defines us. And I think um, you could spend weeks on this. Um, but I'm just going to list a few. Um, uh, we are child of God, child of the King, heir with Jesus, co-heirs with Jesus. Um, we are object of God's love that we are we become adopted sons and daughters into the family of God um, we are a new creation in Christ um, and this is just a name of you we are um, in Psalms it talks about we are fearfully and wonderfully made um, and there is more and more um, that we could um, know and I think um, as we talked at the beginning, I asked Mitch, and I kind of answered this as well, is how do we define ourselves? We, Mitch said he was a husband and a father and um, a youth minister, and I said I was a fiancé and a college pastor. And um, th Those are things that define us, and they're not bad, but our famous answer is that we don't... <laughs> 
if I um, so you didn't know me, Mitch, okay. um, and I you I or let's say you came up to me, um, asked me asked me um, who I am or like what I do. Okay, so I'm saying, who who are you? Yeah. Um, so this is after we kind of introduced ourselves. You asked, oh, what I do, and I answer, oh, I'm a child of God. Or I answer, um, I'm an object of God's love. Um, or I answer, I'm a new creation of Christ. If I answered that, would you kind of give me a funny look? Yeah, you'd almost think you're like a Bible thumper or something. Yeah, like, you'd probably think I'm like, oh, this is a crazy Christian, dude. I don't know what I want to talk to him, even though I'm already a Christian. Um, I'm not sure what he's going to tell me. And so it just sounds weird to say that. And I think that's just a cultural thing. It's not a... It's not right or wrong whether or not that's weird or not weird, but it's just not common language we use. Um, I think that common language thing, it's common to say, oh, I'm a father um, or I'm a fiance. That's easy to say, Um, but we don't use common language to say I'm a child of God. Um, I think when you think of something common, um, what, what would you say the difference is? I mean, this is going to be obvious, easy softball question, Mitch, but what's the difference between common and uncommon? Common is the frequency, and uncommon, it's just less frequent or whatever. Yeah, and so when it's easy or frequently said that Mitch is a father, but it's probably less frequently sometimes that he said he's a child of God. Um, and so I think our goal should be to shift to this place of, hey, we are... Um, we are becoming more frequently or it's more common to say i'm a child of god yes you might not walk down the street and somebody asks you that and you say hey i'm a child of god that might just be a little weird um and um i might even advise not to do that for the fact that it might put people off um if you're trying to get to know them but um so (laughs) take that with a grain of salt but um, but we got to make it more common that we think of ourselves as a child of God or an object of God's love and what God calls us. And we need to make sure we have in our mind that we're defining ourselves because um, our thoughts have a lot to do with how we think about ourselves. Um, mm. And when we go back to the tree analogy, a lot of times our thoughts are kind of like the roots um, of our lives. Our thoughts are drive a lot of what we do. Um, and when our thoughts are thinking, I'm a child of God, when the root, t- roots of the tree are saying, I'm a child of God, then I can be a lot more planted into what um, into what God has called us and into who I know uh, God has made me and uh, how God's created me. Uh, and so I think and created you guys and made you guys, all of those things. And so I think knowing those thoughts and knowing that you're a child of God is a huge thing. Um, and so... The next part I kind of want to go to, and kind of where I'm going to land for today. Um, is, hey, Ike, before you yeah. before you move on, I want to make a point too. Um, yeah, go for it. Was, it's interesting. I think it's the voices that you listen to um, is what is where you get your defi- definition, and I think that's something people just need to think about: is how do you define mm-hmm. yourself, and are you defining yourself with what voices and that are in your the ones in your head or the voices that are that are speaking yeah. to you, you know, around you, you know, your parents, mm-hmm. your siblings, your you know, coworkers, you know, st- other students or whatever, I think, mm. or are you using God as your, you know, your voice, the yeah. voice of, you know, the straight and narrow. And I, I yep. think just, 
I think that right there helps helps you if you know where you're getting your voice, your your worth self worth from. So, yeah, I think and that's a really good Rich. And kind of add to that, I think it's also like some of those relationships around you, whether it's your parents, your spouse, your um, your mentor, whoever. Some of these people can be very positive um, people that speak godly truth into that. Um, and so that can be kind of your God thoughts as well as um, being reminded by those that are close to you that are pushing you in your faith um, as well. So I think uh, take the advantage of that as well. And I think it's the flip side of that Ike, is the the influences that are negative, that are, are ungodly or whatever. You may need to see if you can weed them out of your life a little bit or at least let them be less of an influence on you too. So. Yep, yep, definitely. There's a balance there because we still got to be in the world of not of the world. I know that's probably a cliche saying, but it's kind of that balance of caring about non Christians or people that are kind of negative, but still uh, not letting us in, them impact us too much um, at times. Yeah, a lot, um, a lot easier said than done. So, yeah. It is a lot easier said than done. Um, and so, kind of move. So, um, yeah, that is a really good point, Mitch. I'm glad you brought that up. So kind of move on. Um, and the last two things to kind of wrap this up. So we kind of got this idea of being rooted. And then I would say, um, I don't know, you might agree with this, Mitch. Uh, it would, you, would you say the trunk of the tree is the next um, strongest part of the tree? Yep, I would definitely say that. Okay, um, we're on the same page there. So, And I think the trunk of the tree, how I see this, is I see this as... Um, our spiritual disciplines. Um, how do like a cool thing that I, I always think of John fifteen when it talks about abiding in Christ. Um, and how do we continually abide in Christ? And I think this is our spiritual disciplines. I think a lot of people think of spiritual disciplines as our personal things we do, which they are. Um, that is personal prayer, reading your Bible, or being in Scripture, uh, just taking time and being alone with God. Um, those are big ones, but I think also spiritual disciplines are um, being in a faith community um, and worshiping with others and being encouraged by others as well and being studying scripture with others um, is a spiritual discipline. Even though it's not personal and by yourself, it's still this idea of that kind of that trunk that um, keeps things going, keeps things growing. Um, And so, yeah, I think uh, that is a... That's that trunk piece, and we got to move closer to that. Um, and, yeah, I think one thing for me, and I'll ask you this, Mitch, is sometimes you think of, like, hey, I'm going to church. Do you think of that as a spiritual discipline? No, I don't, I don't wouldn't think so. I, don't, I mean, a little bit, but not, like, not like quite on the same level as, like, prayer or your devotional time, those type of things. I kind of think of it as, yeah, it's just it's a thing you do every week a little bit yeah. kind of a checkbox a little bit yeah and i think what, what it gets a little weird is it's like okay going to church grows my faith in a community of believers and god calls us jesus called jesus created the church so we could be a community um and then at the same time those personal things grow us as well so i think it's a nice mix um of like hey this is how we grow in our faith of we have this communal aspect and an individual aspect as well um, and I think in our Western type thoughts, we get this idea of like, oh, everything has to be individualistic. Um, but 
Um, when the church was first created, it was a very communal aspect to it. Um, and I think sometimes we miss out on that. Um, and we don't think about the crucial pieces of our faith being communal. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's a, it can be a mind switch, uh, or a switch we had to flip in our mind to get to that, but I think it's a good thing to remember. Um, so, uh, when you beat yourself up about not doing your devotionals, remember that you went to church last Sunday and that's part of growing your faith. Um, uh, you definitely, I encourage you to pursue both, but I think just knowing that, and that's how we abide and that's how we build that trunk, have a strong trunk. So to end, um, whatever tree this is, uh, we are bearing some type of fruit, um, or we are bearing a nut or a pine cone or something. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're all classified as, but we bear <laughs> something, um, as a tree, when you grow, if you're a healthy tree, you grow something and whether it's a fruit or a nut or some sort of seed or whatever it is, I don't know. I'm not real sure how all that works, um, or what all those are classified as. But anyways, um, those things, so what happens to a nut or a seed or whatever, what happens to that seed or nut on a tree, Mitch? Uh, eventually, like it falls to the ground, or I guess an animal picks it and eats it and runs off with it or whatever. The unfortunate ones, yes. So, yeah, that's So, like, what happens when it falls on the ground? Um, it just lays there and maybe gets eventually covered up with leaves in the fall and so on and so forth. And hopefully maybe it'll take root, right? Yeah. Um, so something, some of these things that we are bearing, they eventually grow more fruit and that might be the idea of growing more Christians or, or bringing others into the faith or even just encouraging those around us that are already in faith. And so, um, talked about being planted being rooted and so i want to end with this idea of you got to know whose we are um we're a child of god and etc everything else that god calls us and we need to find ourselves by that but lastly um once we are that we are planted people and i kind of this little saying i i came up with i don't really know if it's cheesy but um is this idea of planted people or sent people um, once we are planted and knows who we know who we are in Christ, Christ doesn't call us just to sit there and know that. He calls us to go out and love people and share the gospel with people. Um, and so I think I'm um, really having this idea of planted people or sent people. Um, and so starting with growing our roots deep and growing that trunk and then knowing eventually that's going to lead to fruit and this idea of planted people or sent people. Um, that's kind of where I want to land today. Uh, as I say that and things uh, kind of wrap this up, but do you have any other thoughts on this? Well, I think it's just nice. Like what you described there is the full circle of a Christian, you know, maturing, growing, and then, um, and then reproducing fruit. Then hopefully another Christian or Christians will, mm -hmm. um, kind of take their place i mean that's how the woods works i guess is you know big tree grows and gets mature and then eventually dies but they scattered other fruit and um 
and they take their place and so on and so forth. It's kind of that circle effect and everything. And I think it's a long term it's a long term game, at least long term yep. in human human time frame. Yeah. I think a lot of times we're thinking, oh, we can do this. It's like we can do this in a week. And sometimes yes, it does happen in a week. But most of the time, this we're talking years. This is a year long, many year process that you're describing there. So, yeah, yeah. And we talked about it what in like twenty minutes. Yeah, about a half an hour. Well, probably half twenty hour. twenty minutes after we got done yeah i think it takes it takes a little longer than that so <laughs> to get that going and, and that brings me back to the verse 10 in ephesians as we wrap up it says for we are god's workmanship that's knowing whose we are and then the end of that is created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do um basically that verse in about i don't know 15 words said what i just said in about half an hour um and so, yeah, so that's an encouragement. Um, dig deep, dig those roots this week, uh, the next couple of weeks here, and go out and share those roots. Um, give other people those roots and that encouragement. So um, as we close, I'll pray, and then we'll do any closing things we need to do. Sound good? Sounds good, Ike. All righty. Uh, Father, uh, we thank you for, our, uh, for this time together, just to dive in, um, to dig our roots into your work. Um, to know who you, who we are in you um, and to not let the things of the world define us, but let you define us. And um, I just ask that um, anyone that needed to hear this today that um, just needed that reminder that you would uh, um, you'd be with them, that you would uh, uh, that they would experience you in only the way that you know uh, that they need you today. Um, and we just, uh, Thank you for this opportunity, and we also want to thank you for the opportunity to be sent people, um, to that planted people are sent people, and that's a privilege to share the gospel, um, and we thank you for that, and we pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, um, thank you for listening. Um, before we get out of here, Ike, uh, can you maybe describe where they can find you on social, or even find... Uh, where you work at or like the cco i think is what yeah is. um so if you want to find me on instagram you can find me at ike's flame um and uh that is just ike apostrophe s flame um and you'll be getting i post some stuff about podcasts and different things going on there um and stay up to date and then um, if you want to check out CCO Coalition for Christian Outreach, um, you can, uh, if you just Google that, um, I'm drawing a blank on the um, website right now. If you just Google Coalition for Christian Outreach, um, you'll find the website. You can check out a little bit more about college ministry I do. Um, and I'll probably share more about that in later podcasts or later times. But um, And then you can also just find me at, on Facebook at Isaac Slaughter. So, yeah, that's where you guys can find me. Um, also on YouTube um, at I explain as well. Um, there's not a whole lot on there yet, but there will be stuff coming. So, uh, just I think FYI, are we going to share the podcast on the YouTube channel? There will be podcasts um, shared on YouTube channel, and there are other things coming in the future, um, a few months down the road that will probably be on there as well. Oh, sounds fun! I'm excited to hear about this. So. Yeah, actually, yeah, Mitch probably doesn't even know that yet. Mm-mm, I don't, so <laughs> it's like, ooh, a little nugget of gold there, huh? So, okay. so yeah, definitely you guys can find me out. Okay. Well, I think if that wraps it up, I will get out of here. 
Alright, it sounds good. Okay, remember everyone, stay anchored. <laughs>